commencing operation organization optimus prime is faced with hard decisions and aileron is given the chance to show leadership something the hosts of source bar podcast are lacking all jokes aside i can never understand why humans do the things they do they are truly one of life's greatest mysteries now let us tune into the show Welcome to the podcast where we are currently recapping the events of Transformers IDW 2005 Continuity. I'm Onyx Prime with my co-host here. Hi, I'm Kilobat. We have a quick update for all of you listeners out there. Computron is taking a little break from the show. We don't know when he'll be back, but we do hope it will be soon. Other piece of news is after today's episode, we'll be taking a two-week break because even our robots deserve a vacation. But if you still would like content... While we are gone, I'm sure we'll have some videos coming out on our YouTube channel covering some video games and our spin-off Transform D&D series called Transform and Rollouts. We'll still be having episodes releasing, so feel free to go check those out. Moving along with our comic discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Transformers Optimus Prime Volume 3. And as always, spoiler warning, Kilo. So if you haven't, read it already we highly recommend you go back read it then listen to the podcast also we have a goal to reach 500 subscribers we'll be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before so click that subscribe button and tell your friends it's a good time now onwards this is kilobyte's first time and we're excited to hear his thoughts about the series but before we dive into that kilo do you mind giving us some fun facts about the comic and i'll provide some trivia maybe yeah, we'll do. There are two one-shots, First Strike Optimus Prime number one and number two, and then issues 11 through 14 of Optimus Prime. So there's a total of six issues. Yeah, six issues, yeah, but we're yeah. only covering the four for Optimus Prime since I think you did the two. Yes, I did the, the First yeah. Strike ones, yes. Yeah, so please go check that out too. Kilobyte's yeah, it would be a Kilobyte's Corner. <laughs> Starting with the first comic in the volume was released October 18, 2017, and the final issue, number 11, released December 20th, the same year. The writer is John Barber, an artist by Guido Guidi, John Wyckoff, Priscilla Tramontano, Sara Pietridocher, Vico Ozio, Paolo Villanelli, Kesama, Andrew Griffith, and Livio Ravendelli, and with colors by Thomas Deere, Joanna Lafuente, and Josh Bergam. What a collection of fantastic artists. I just want to start off with that, yeah. (laughs) So for trivia, for First Strike Optimus, Marissa expects to be interviewed by a giant version of Joan Rivers? Is that how the humans pronounce it? From Spaceballs. I think that is correct. I've seen that movie. It's pretty funny. Really? Yes. Making fun of Warstar. Warstars? Yeah. Oh, I bet it's all about product placement and the <laughs> toys. I don't know. Merchandising, yes. It's merchandising. all about merchandising. That's a double reference to the comedian Joan Rivers, who was a famous 
for her red carpet award show interviews and to the robotic characters she played in 1987, the movie Spaceballs. Matrix. Originally solicited for release in October, this issue arrives a few weeks late, in early November, after the main First Strike series had already concluded, which would explain some conflu confusion? Confusion. I'm confusion. <laughs> issue 11, Slide has repeatedly stated that she can no longer transform, but on page 18, Midnight Express is shown towing her in her tanker trailer mode. I thought I saw something like that. Because in the previous scene, you can see the, the slide riding the other boss, and then suddenly there's there nowhere to be seen. I'm like, huh? Interesting indeed. Issue 14 The planet Bonica, bot, botte, pet, bot, Botanica? Botanica is revealed to actually be named Rigel's 5. That was the name given to the by the Wreckers Final Part 2 on the planet which Botanica obtained her plan alternate mode in Beast Machines cartoon. Thought that cool. name looked familiar. Cool. The protoform who RC dubbed Sideswipe is colored in the black and red Generations 2 color scheme of his namesake. Nice. That's pretty and cool. And Kilo, do you mind giving us a short summary of these comics? Will do. When the Autobots on Earth are cut off from Cybertron, Aileron takes charge as best she can. Aileron and the colonists join forces with Jazz to trap the black market Cybertronian weapons to their source. Optimus Prime leads a team into the wilderness to search for the first new life born on Cybertron in four million years and its guardians, the Dinobots. And finally, Trypticon enters the fray, but Optimus Prime sees him as the key to keeping the next generation of Cybertronians safe from harm. And as always, this information has been taken from the wiki. Shall we get started? We shall. But first, I want to say thank you to our Patreons. Without you, we couldn't do this. So thank you very much. Special shout out to VR Matrix. Thank you again so much. Right on. Let's get started. We're going to skip the one shots because Kilo, you have already covered them. So please go check those out. And now we're going to start off back on Earth. We get to see what happens to Soundwave and the rest of the Autobots when Cobra makes their push on Cybertron, cutting off the space bridge, and the colonists react very differently than the rest of the team. Any parts stick out to you? I liked Aileron taking charge and kind of getting everybody to do their work instead of, instead of bickering. Because, you know, as soon as the space bridge closes, the humans and then Cybertronians start pointing fingers like, oh, no, you did it. And then, no, you didn't. She's like, okay, stop it. We're all here to do the, to like keep peace. So we'll just figure out who did it. But at the moment, do your thing, and we need to figure this out. So I really like Aileron taking charge. I do too. I think that was a good introduction to her character arc and development because she started off taking orders from the Prime, and now she's standing into the leadership of what Prime would do. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a theme with these new with the Optimus Prime comics is like everybody's tired of Optimus. <laughs> it's yes. like we're, we're done with you flinging your title everywhere. Is like. We'll just do it ourselves. So once she takes up and leads and prepares for whatever happened to the space bridge, she splits the team into two. One to protect the Autobot city on Earth and the other to find Jazz. And well, after some disputes about leadership, they find him. Thoughts? I really like the, the, the disputes because the colonists, even though they joined because they wanted to support Optimus, 
due to the recent events and Slide losing their partner and without them they can't combine and bringing in the humans into the Cybertronians Council of the World then there's tensions rising because like the humans just killed my friend and you just want to bring them in and so I really like the, the different conversations that were had between Slides and Aileron trying to see both sides where Aileron is like I, I'm not trying to help Prime I'm, I'm like I'm tired of Prime and I just want to find Jazz. While Slides is like, why find Jazz? It's just take care of the humans because they're they're gonna be a pain once war breaks out again. So that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, I do find it interesting. Like because these colonists are not like other characters we've seen before, and they get very things get out of hand as they're trying to quote unquote rescue Jazz and get the weapons from the humans the cybertronian ones and eventually they find the trail of where the weapons are coming from and discover samuel l jackson and john travolta from the cult classic movie plop no pulp fiction (laughs) who are dealing out some serious gourmet weapons who knew that's great who knew would you like to explain further (laughs) yeah so uh, the character of Samuel Jackson and John Travolta from Pulp Fictions are actually hollow matters that Rumble and Frenzy use in order to sell these weapons. I just found it so funny because they, they're like, yeah, we've been stealing weapons that they, they, they've already confiscated and they were just like silking, uh, circulating them out to the humans again to create more panic. And then once they get captured, they're like, no, no, you can't trial us as Autobots because then the war is going to start again because we are Decepticons, so Soundwave should do it. And they're just trying to find a way yeah. to get freed. <laughs> I really enjoy Rumble being like, hey, we can explain everything. And then Frenzy just mean like, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was Such so good. sibling behavior. <laughs> yes, I do like their little bike modes. I think that, that was yeah. pretty cool. We've seen the bike modes before when Prow was chasing... Uh, What's that human's name? Oh, that's um, true. Spike. Yeah. Spike. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So moving us along, we go to outer space, somewhere called Botanica, where we find out the Throttlebots have been stuck for 10 years. We find out Sixshot survived his encounter with Metroplex, which is what caused them to crash here. And now they are under attack by beasts. What were your theories when you first read these? It was kind of... Interesting because they were talking about how they're stuck in this planet where it doesn't have solid ground. They're they're like in a spike that's protruding from the planet's core, so there's no way for them to leave. And they were just expecting for the Autobots to show up, but actually it was going to be the Decepticons. While I was reading it, I was like, I don't know where where this is headed. Because we haven't seen them since, I think, Phase 1 when we read the Metroplex spotlight. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's been a while and I'm like, I didn't I didn't think they were going to be around or anything. So it's like, I guess we'll see. I thought the the beasts were maybe the protoforms that Trypticon is taking care of. Because mm. they, they look beast and so we've seen the Dinobots become beasts because of uh, Trypticon's Energon. And so I thought it was th- that they assumed they were on a different planet, but they were actually on Cybertron. They just didn't notice they were above Trypticon or something like that at that point. But it was also hard to tell because I'm like, I haven't seen them. I don't know what's happening yeah. with them. You didn't think they'd be literally forgotten in canon. Yeah. It's very sad. And like you see the Throttlebots slowly die one by one. And then like the last two are rescued. It's like good, yeah. good Primus. 
<laughs> in the next issue, it has some back and forth, and the other half is Optimus taking care of things on Earth with, you know, the funeral for Sideswipe, not the new protoform version. And I want to point out Blackrock's new hairdo. Kill thoughts? I don't like it at all. You don't uh, like it? All right, fair no. enough. We'll move along. <laughs> and it seems like this place, this takes place like before Till All or One annual because Starscream's still in charge. It's very wishy-washy here. With the, I think this has to do with that um, com- confusion I said earlier. With the because <laughs> uh, it the, came out later. Yes, it came out later. Yeah, when it was supposed to come out at the same time. Slug is alive though. What are your thoughts on that? Slug is alive, which is kind of what I assumed was going to happen when Starscream. You know, he's like, "I have a core. I'm going to use it on this body." I'm like, "Okay, let's see how this goes." Uh, he Starscream. doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, the the one that Starscream had, but he doesn't show any signs of being like a non-dead bot. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I was very interested to in see how they were going to play this, and because uh, I, I was assuming eventually it'll it, it was going to go south with whatever yeah. Slug was doing. <laughs> It kind of goes south a little bit because in this issue we also see Bludgeon as being kept alive too on life support, and he has the Void Scepter, which I thought was broken in the Dinobots one. Weird, and he's mind controlling Slug, and there's a Ghost Bumblebee also in the same room as Bludgeon. It's very confusing. Maybe Starscream was here for a second, or maybe we're just in hopes that Ghost Bumblebee's trying to talk to bludgeon killer do you want to talk about more about this or you want to skip along we read the i think it was optimus volume two mm-hmm. that at the end we get the little tease that bumblebee's walking from yeah. the from the point I, I don't know if bumblebee just got a new ability of some kind let's walk he could yeah he could just i guess mm-hmm. walk through the little because it also says ghost or something yeah. So it, it's kind of hard to tell. It does not have the same body, though. It's the traditional Bumblebee. It yeah. doesn't have his upgraded mode that he got, or the, not necessarily an upgrade. It was more of the repair mode. But I, the only scene with Bludgeon with the Scepter when he's controlling Slug, the only problem with it was for me that Slug started acting like Slug. He just got angry and started yeah. fighting the other Dinobots. And everybody just already started assuming, oh, he's under control of somebody. I'm like, Come on, he's acting yeah, like he always yeah. acts. Yeah. That was it's too fast fight. to yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was too fast to discern that he's being controlled. Plot convenience, yeah. Not armor. It's just plot convenience. <laughs> so back to the Throttlebots as they were being rescued, because like the, like I said in earlier, this comment goes back and forth between Optimus and the Throttlebots. We see that Goldbug and I forget his friend who get, also gets saved is saved by Prowl. And it's been a long minute since we've seen Star Drive, and they arrived to save the day. And I find it interesting. Prowl is using a weapon Zeta wielded to help rescue the the throttle bots. The thing is, we saw last we saw Prowl, he was on Luna One yep. with Fort Max and Red Alert and mm-hmm. Cerberus. So I don't know. I don't know how he got to this point, which is the the only annoying part. I wish that, like they would have teased something with Prowl and some of the other previous comics. Just maybe like a panel at the end, and you just see mm-hmm. Prowl either talking to some Botricus. Yeah. He also he recruited Star Drive, which he hasn't met before. He the only person that knew was Bumblebee, and the Ultra Magnus that was with Bumblebee because Prowl wasn't in that comic. So he either just stumbled into Star Drive randomly. And then he has Willie Car- Carnag 
and and Carnivac, it's like yeah. Carnivac, yeah. So it's like, wh- where? How did you find all these spots? And what? What are you doing? He's assembling a team. Play the Marvel music. Yeah, and assemble the Avengers. <laughs> no, no, don't actually, editor. Don't play the Marvel. That's copy- copyright. Don't do that. All right, thank you, editor. Yes, good, good thumbs up for you too. Anyway, so I do like Star Drives managed to perfectly fuse with the diorafe and control it almost like a hulking out form because when we last saw her it teased like the diorafe was gonna get her in her sleep and it was really weird and creepy and then this like okay she's got it under control uh yeah i was hoping that it was just a diorafe that was like left the ra- the diorafe and they're like i'll just take this form yeah because uh, i i don't like that idea of them being half dire wraith half cybertronian are are you biased because when we were first reading these comics you're like it's my favorite boy oh no it's my favorite boy (laughs) (laughs) they ripped one of your favorite points apart (laughs) yes but it felt kind of weird that she's been fighting wraiths and now she's merged with one as yeah it is weird it feels it feels off but i do like in the last scene we get with prowl and goldbug is Goldbug is like, oh man, I'm like, did everyone forget about us? And Prowl's like, yeah, everyone forgot about you. Goldbug's like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like it's just depression. Yes, but then, but then Prowl is, I never forget anything, and I'm like, Ugh. it's convenient, yeah. Prowl. It's very convenient. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like the name of their their ship, their ship? the yeah. Peaceful Revolution. That was pretty cool. It's a very nice name for a ship. So, meanwhile, back on Cybertron during the WWE Octopus Prime versus Slug Smackdown. <laughs> Kilo, do you mind giving us a quick summary of events that happen here and maybe some fave scenes? Because I, I enjoy when RC runs into a protoform that reminds her of Sideswipe. Sideswipe, yeah. yeah. So, Slug, after up to his prime, uh, gets information from Backrock that protoforms are on Cybertron because Centurion is, is, has woken up. And so he goes to Starscream. Starscream is like, I have the perfect bond. So he sends Optimus with Slug to find that out. But his real plan was to have Bludgeon use Slug to find the protoforms and then have them bring it back to Starscream. Because, you know, Starscream wants the power. So after arriving, Slug sees that Sandstorm is with the Dinobots and he just goes and and loses it. But it's actually Bludgeon just escalating things. So while Optimus Prime is fighting Slug, RC decides to follow Sludge. And she goes into a cave and says, Creepy cave, perfect, which I found hilarious. And as he's exploring and following Slug, which he's letting this happen, uh, there's a protoform hiding on top of, a, of, of the cave wall, and it jumps down. And as it tries to fight RC, she's like, oh, it's a protoform. And so she she descends more, and she finds Tripticon. She gets explained that he's been taking care of the the new Sparks and all these protoforms, so they're kind of like his children, but they're not actually uh, related at all. And yeah, it's like adopting them. Yeah, it's it's adopting them. So Tripticon emerges, and uh, as Tripticon is emerging, and RC told uh, like telling Prime that. These protoforms have been taken care of by Trypticon, and they're going to bring new life to Cybertron. He decides to tell Blackrock to get Marissa, because now Trypticon is going to be the base of operations for the Earth Embassy on Cybertron, and that would include all these protoforms, which are now going to be part of the new unification of Cybertron. What cool. a conundrum. 
Yes. What a what political a scary, move. <laughs> yeah, what a scary <laughs> fortress, too, to be the human base of operations. Because yes. last time, well, not last time, like one of the first times we've seen inside a Trypticon, there's like so many monsters living inside there. What a power move. <laughs> anyway, so our last scene here shows Pyra and the twins coming through the portal, which I thought was odd because wasn't Stormclash and Skyburst stuck on Earth already? I don't know. They were stuck on Cybertron because they, they went with Soundwave in the yeah. first strike, so it should have been the other way around. <laughs> yeah, I, it was a little bit wishy-washy there. Unless some time has passed, which they don't. Yeah. Well, I get, well, I think they're traveling from Cybertron to Earth, so it should, yeah. I think it adds up at that point. Yeah, adds up at that point? Okay. Yeah, I think it does. If you say so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, any other things you want to talk about before we move to Rodstar? Yes, the ending. Uh, Pyra Magna is talking to a little monitor, and in that monitor we see Prowl with his team. Oh, he's trying to assemble another one? He's trying to assemble another group, which... I'm like, when did Paramagna meet Prowl? I know Prowl was there with the Combiner Wars when he merged yeah. with uh, Optimus, but we never saw them kind of like interact. So I'm curious to see what, what kind of trouble Prowl is going to bring to everybody now. going to be a good time. All right, Kayla, you want to start us off with Rodstars? Well, Rodstar, I have a couple of problems with this comic because I feel like some of the things just happen for convenience uh like yeah. we we've we've left prowl a while back when luna won and suddenly he just reappears with a new team of bots that either well, i feel like Car carvac and willie were on the lost light with the event of the dark cybertron so i don't i don't know where prowl got him from he found star drive they were with me out Optimus there at the beginning of this series so at some point they were not on a lost light mm. But okay. that's, I think that's one of the last time we saw them both together. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Yeah. I know there's in between comics that, you know, things are still technically moving and the bots yeah. are still doing things. But I feel like the Prowl showing up out of nowhere was kind of like, I feel like if it would have teased, been teased a little bit more, it would have been uh, awesome. But now mm -hmm. he has this uh, weapon and he he's assembling bots that have been forgotten and who knows how he found them. So I, I watched assemble. <laughs> and so it was, I don't know. It, it had a couple things that I was like, I guess plot convenience. We'll see how that goes. So I would have to give him a three. A three? For these ones, yes. All right. Uh, the art is great. That's not my issue. The issue is the, like, yeah, the same thing with you kill. But I'm, I'm not going to be as lenient, I think. <laughs> I, I'm going to go two, two and a half. Two and a half, okay. I think two and a half, yeah. But listeners, what do you think of these comics? How many Rod Stars would you give it? Let us know by leaving a comment below. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-V-E-E-R-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. I think I misspelled that, but you get the point. Do you have any new toys you want to talk about, Kilo? New toys? I recently got the Legacy Tarantulas. Ooh, fancy. And I, I really like it. It's very postable. It's very simple transformation. And I really love the colors. Like they pop and he looks cool just sitting on the shelf because you can really distinguish him between the other characters. Nice. I've recently, I'll talk about one, but I've gotten a few. Uh, I got the Iron Factory Samurai Grimlock. Oh, very nice. That's very a pretty nice. one. It is pretty. It's tiny. 
but he's worth it because <laughs> it's Grimlock, of course. <laughs> but I think it's good. I think it's a good time. Hello, you have a Twitch? I do have a Twitch, uh, but it's not How's that kind of Twitch. What, what kind of Twitch is it? It's a streaming Twitch. It's a platform back on Earth called Twitch.tv, and uh, you can find me again Twitch.tv slash Kilobyte Prime. That way you can go into my channel, and when I'm live, you can hang out with us. Uh, Onyx is there, and some of our other guests in the podcast uh, join me from time to time, and we just talk Transformers, just hang out and play scary games, and it's always a lot of fun. So if that's something that you like, you're welcome to join us. Right now, I will be taking a break from streaming since I've been tasked with taking care of a little sparkling of my own and seeing them grow, grow up and reshape their body into their form so i will be taking some time off to do that and then i'll be back but if you want to be up to date when i return you can follow me on twitter at kilobyte prime fantastic give them a follow give them a sub give them all the gifts (laughs) so when we are back we're going to take a quick two-week break we might it might be longer depending on how events unfold i know human holidays are weird so some things happen you know but when we come back, are you ready for Transformers Lost Light Volume 3? I'm ready. I'm ready to see what happens to the Lost Light crew now. Kilo, mm-hmm. do you mind taking us out? Will do. If you enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. If you want to help out the show even further, we have started a Patreon. All of the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course, we have some tiers that offer other forms of gratitude, such as 3D printed files and an entry to our Discord channel. You'll even get early access to our comic review videos a week before they're publicly released and even our D&D episodes. We also have a goal to reach 500 subscribers. And once we do that, we will be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before. So make sure you click that subscribe button and tell your friends that it's a good time. And as always, we hope you're all staying safe out there. Thank you so, so much for listening to All Are One. To All Are One. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you are interested in more content, try checking out the spinoff of D&D series Transform and Rollout. The second and newest season titled First Stand of the Wreckers with a brand new DM, a different story. And from what I hear, a better pilot episode than the last series. Sorry, not sorry, Onyx. Let's tune in for a preview now. What can we see as we do that? Roll me, roll me a sneak, because you're using your propellers and your thrusters would make a I lot of sound. You you have wings, so I wouldn't. It, it was still you. You could hear uh, them flap. So fair. roll me, roll me another sneak. I get advantage on sneak checks. Good. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Nice, what a what a comeback. Oh, okay. What a comeback. <laughs> oh. From one what, to a what 20. A nice Perfect. natural one to natural 20 gain you got there. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna remember this for the rest of my days. Guys, that's our one nat 20 for the entire that's, session. That's, I, it just doesn't make the preview of this episode. I'm a riot. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
Astonishing. There is also a YouTube channel with bonus content such as video games containing funny comments. A link will be provided below. And if you are so inclined, you can support us on Patreon where you can get even more bonus content such as 3D files, access to their Discord, and listen to content before it is released to the public. More links will be provided below. End transmission.